everyone. Welcome to another episode of Girls with Dogs. This is Kimberly, the blogger behind Keep the Tail Wagging. And I'm here with my dear, dear friend, Kathy, the blogger behind Groovy Golden Doodles. And we are Girls with Dogs. How you doing, Kathy? Why are you laughing? Because I got to share this with everybody. So when Kimberly and I log on, it's kind of interesting. I almost feel like feel like like we're really broadcasters if that sounds makes any sense because you're like hey how are you (laughs) and then you say I gotta want to do this and I was like yeah and then you say you ready and I'm like yeah let's go and then instantly we turn it on (laughs) I start grinning and I'm like, oh, this is so stupid of us, but I love it. I'm well, good. It's funny you? because we also do this whole thing where like, no, no, wait till we start recording because we don't like to talk unless it's like business. So podcast business, we don't like to talk or anything until we start recording because we want to save it yeah, for the pod. We immediately, you know, like we log on and there you go. <gasps> You'll never guess what happened at the co-op. Guess what I found? And then next thing I know, we're 12 minutes in yep. and nobody's reached anything. Yep. So um, that's good. I'm going to meet the Tin Man, the Scarecrow, and Dorothy in a little while. Yeah, you are. Because we have such strong winds. I just know that I'm going to be in the land of Oz this afternoon. I'm, I'm grateful. We lost our sunshine. It's, it's overcast today, but it's nice and cool. Yesterday was so hot and I, and I, I got to do some weeding today. So I'm grateful for this cool weather and no wind. I sent, I sent the sun to you. Thank you. I turned my heat on last night. Whoa. Well, look at your face. It was like, uh-oh, step away from the teacup. Yes, I we, know. Went to 50, we went to 57 degrees last night. We're only at 62. This is so cool. Do you know what happened? So because you guys got the win, your video is crazy, but you put your hands up and your hands turned yellow. Not now, but it did oh. before. I hope it, I hope the video kept it up so I could see it again. Anyway, so here's our comment. So I know I said I wasn't going to read comments, but this comment is too good not to read. Um, I actually have two of them from our listeners. And um they're all directed towards our episode. We're actually a little bit behind in episodes. Um, <laughs> and Bad Dog Dave is calling me, so I need to call him back. But um, we're behind in our episode. So this one is, a, what was that? You're frozen on your screen. Say, say again. Hello. My Hello. connection is unstable. Yeah, that's you and your winds. Hello. Yep. Can you hear yes, me? Yes, I know. I know. I can. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. <laughs> this is gonna be I said fun. Who, I said who yeah, and and let me go ahead and do my Kimberly um impersonation. And now we're not editing anything. <laughs> oh, we're editing that. <laughs> Uh, well, ah! no, you're going to ask me who Bad Dog Dave is? He's a friend of mine. He owns I, a, yeah. He, he owns a whiskey distillery here locally. And we're all going to his place tomorrow. And he was just calling me and left me a message. So after we do this, I got to call him back. Is this like, you know, who the hell is Billy? No, this is a local friend of mine. He owns a distillery. So I, I don't think I have it. Do I have it in here? Um, yes, my apple pie moonshine. <laughs> this is and what, just, and just like that, ladies and gentlemen, we've gone from dogs. <laughs> That's what I drink all winter long. Um, I make it yeah. with, um, with my apple cider, my hot apple cider, and I pour that into it. It is so good. So Why just good. winter, girl. I love it. So back to the comments. So Brian says, wait, 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 try it in the summer with some crushed ice. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. 
Yeah, it's a really good idea, actually. Yeah. Anyway, okay. All right. Brian says, thank you for this episode. <laughs> Kathy is the one who inspired me to pursue therapy work with Riley, and we are having a blast. Kathy was super supportive and encouraged me to go for it despite the pushback I would see because I feed him raw. I don't know yes, if I would have found it. Kathy were it not for this podcast. So thank you for that as well. Pippa's mom, who I met in Southern California at an event last year, she is from Texas. Pippa's mom says, it was so nice to learn all about Kathy and the therapy program. This is my first time learning how these programs work. So I'm glad we did that episode. And then No Games, who is a longtime listener on YouTube, she says, and I, I'm gathering that No Games is a she, so forgive me if you are a he. I actually had a cat that was a therapy cat at the hospital. He was in the transitional care unit, which is usually older people recovering from things like strokes, joint replacement, things like that. And also the comfort mm -hmm. care unit. He was great. Nothing rattled that cat. His name was Radar. Everyone loved him. We also went to the VA a couple of times. So I just thought that that was so special that that episode touched so many people. Yes, yes, that makes me feel good. It makes my heart smile. So thank you all of you who left those comments. And I will start getting into the habit of reading comments because when I, I it's, it's funny that all those came through one after the other, after I said, I'm not reading comments. I had to read those because I knew that those would be very special to you. Look at that. Look at that. As Whoopi Goldberg said in the color purple, look at God. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, oh, quick update. Jax is finished with his um, Iron Tonic. Okay. How's he doing? Adored Beast. He's doing great. Ears look good. Can't <sighs> wait to get the ladies therapy um, to come on because I'm getting ready to switch him now to the MCT oil with Harley. So I'm really excited about that. But yes. Um, Ears look looking looking really good. So this may have been last month may have been our last um cytopoint injection. We'll see. That's all I'm going to say is we'll see. But we have a really, really special guest on today. Is she in the um the I saw say is she in the closet? You know what I meant to say. Is she in the waiting room? No, she's not. So no. since she's not in the waiting room, I actually want to talk about something first, a change that I've made to my dogs. And I hope you guys can't hear the chainsaw, but Johan decided to take this time, despite knowing that I was going to be recording a podcast, to um, trim the trees. And I'm not going to say anything to him because the trees need to be trimmed. So, um, but I decided to start feeding my dogs once a day. And the reason why is because- I know, I, I saw that. A study came out that showed, I think, 24,000 dogs um, were watched over a time period of time. And it came out that feeding dogs once a day was, well, one, it's great for inflammation. This is a, a way of feeding that a lot of people have done who wanted to either combat cancer or prevent cancer. It's great for cognitive health for dogs and overall longevity, because ultimately, Instead of fasting your dogs once or twice a week, which some people recommend, you're doing a daily fast because your dogs are only eating once a day. And I'm sorry, but Rodrigo is looking at people walking on the trail and he feels the need to greet every single one. And so, <laughs> but so I decided to feed my dogs once a day. The problem that I have with this diet, although a lot of people say your dog will quickly adjust to it and um, it'll be just fine. My issue is that I have a couple of dogs that do get hunger pukes. They're used to eating at a, around a certain time. One way to combat hunger pukes is to not feed them on a regular schedule. But even though I don't feed them exactly at a certain times every day, it still happens. So my thought was instead of doing just one meal a day, I would feed kefir or raw goat's milk in the morning and um, their regular meal in the evening. Of course, their regular meal is now going to be bigger because it's two meals in one, except for I'm going to account for the calories from the kefir in the morning. And we've been doing that for a week now. 
And so far, what I've noticed is one, my dogs aren't hungry all day. They're perfectly fine. I have learned not to take them for a walk right after their morning kefir. We let it settle for about an hour and then we go for a long walk. Um, Rodrigo is has improved mobility and improved cognition. In the evening, Rodrigo would sometimes struggle, not all the time, but probably like once sometimes twice a week, he would have a rough time in the evening where I would need to give him both CBD oil and THC to get him to settle down in the evening. Um, Now he's not, there's no restlessness. He's sleeping perfectly fine. He hasn't had a joint supplement or CBD oil um, in days. And I have not noticed a difference. He's active. He's running around. um, And it's, I'm surprised to see this level of improvement um, in such a short time. And it's not a huge because for him at his age, he was doing pretty well, but it is um, a hopeful change. And so I'm going to be doing this for about a month um, to see if I notice any changes in all the other dogs. And that'll determine if I continue doing this going forward. And I think I'm going to alternate like the the um, kefir and raw goat's milk with bone broth because so many questions. So okay, so many questions. So let's go back to the throwing up part. You said that in the very beginning. The hunger pukes. Yes. Yeah, so your dogs would have hunger pukes. What happens is their dogs get to know because dogs can tell time. They know about when they're going to eat, and their stomach starts feeling with filling with bile and stomach acid to start digesting food. When the food doesn't come, their stomach feels sour and they'll vomit up yellow bile. And so that's hunger pukes. And so the best way to combat that is to just make sure that you're feeding your dog on a regular schedule. Okay. Because I've never had that. So that's why I'm asking. Mm -hmm. So then number two, whether you feed a dog once or twice a day, it seems to me that hunger pukes, if you are um, prone, if your dog is prone to having those, that they would happen regardless to how many times you feed them. Correct. And see, and that's what I would think too, but that's some, one of the things that I read is from the benefits is that a dog system somehow adapts and adjusts to it, to feed being fed once a day or consuming food once a day. And so they don't have the stomach bile issue. Okay, because it takes me back to the puppy that starts out three times a day and then after a year goes to twice a day. Mm-hmm. So once I, a day, and the, I would never feed a puppy this way. So that's that's one thing that should be no, 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 definitely for adult dogs. Yeah, no, the point I'm making is that there was no hunger bile. If you don't experience hunger bile issues going from three to two meals a day. So mm-hmm. I use the puppy in terms of how we start. Yeah. Um, but I, I said, I'm not knocking the once a day. I'm just thinking that whenever and however many times you feed your dog, as long as you are close to the regular schedule, you should be fine. Yeah, no? I would think I would think so. But you, there are some dogs that are just more prone to it than others. And so, that, that um, my dog something to eat in the morning. Aren't you still considering? Can, aren't you still kind of feeding twice a day? Um, it's it's a lighter meal, and that's why I sort of feel like this is a good alternative for my dogs. Because, uh-huh. you know, Sydney's she's no longer with us, but Sydney used to be very prone to hunger pukes. It didn't matter what schedule I put her on. I could be very have an alarm system for meals. And she was just very prone to hunger pukes. So she was not a dog that did would do well or that I would feel comfortable feeding once a day. And um, now today it's Rodrigo and it doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. And I'm just very careful with his system and just adding any type of stress to his life. Um, uh-huh. By feeding the a liquid meal, it's easier on the stomach. It's easier to digest. He's, there's no necessary to break everything down. It's also a, a huge probiotic type of meal where it's adding healthy gut bacteria into the system. So it's really just a huge, um, it's giving the gut 
kind of a rest for the day, but also repopulating the gut with healthy bacteria. So nobody had um, like tried to grab their dog bed favorite bone <laughs> and toy and, and leave when they were just getting licked in the morning? No, they, and the thing about it is they don't have any problem. And sometimes I add in like a raw egg to it. Sometimes I add, I have this grass-fed butter from a brand that's no longer with us, um, Cure Pet Foods. I would put, you know, a little bit of butter into it and they, and I sprinkle over this organ meal topper on top of it and they enjoy it. I've been waiting to see, like, I've been waiting for one morning where they are looking at it like this again. But every okay. morning they clean their bowl. Okay, so really, <laughs> so this raw food adjacent individual. Mm-hmm. So you really are giving them a light meal and a heavy meal. You yeah. turn your into European eaters. Yes. They eat like Europeans. You know, they have one heavy meal and one light meal. Yeah. I'm thinking that the bowls aren't hitting the floor. Um, but one time a day at 545, come and get oh, your no. breath. No, so they're... to me, that's to me, that's the definition of one one meal. I mean, that is, it is that is truly the definition of one and I, was, I, was, I should say, just like with my it's my modified, it's just like my I, modified I, fasting where instead oh, of just oh, not fasting my dogs, they get raw goat's milk for the day. Stop the clock. I have it. Your hashtag, your hashtag. What one day feeder what say it again you are hashtag one meal a day feeder adjacent Uh, (laughs) it was a lot to get out yes it was was. I I wouldn't be able to spell all that (laughs) that's what it is Uh aha aha I have renamed you um (laughs) no well I'm really interested to see uh um, what happens at the end of the month? Me too. Because again, a lot of this stuff, you know, we really are just trying to figure out what's going to work best for our dogs. Exactly. You know? And it's kind exactly. of like people. It's kind of like people. We are all very different. You know, and uh, one thing that I've learned is that, you know, every dog is unique. Every situation is different and we all have to do what's right for Um, our dogs. I am in no way saying that this is what everyone should be doing. What inspired me to do this is losing two dogs to cancer and now having a geriatric dog in the house. You know, this is, you know, trying to figure out, you know, working it through my head with all the information that's being thrown at us on a daily basis, trying to figure out what's going to work best for my dogs. And then you also have to incorporate your budget, your time, you know, all the things that, you know, can you realistically do? I mean, just even thinking about raw feeding, a lot of people cannot realistically feed their dogs a raw food diet because they just don't have time to do all the things that need to be done. And they may not be able to afford, you know, commercial raw. So, you know, I think we all do the best we can with the information we have. And ultimately, you know, with every dog, it comes down to a little bit of trial and error. You know, as long as we're thoughtfully putting the information into practice, I think that, you know, we can learn a lot from our dogs. Absolutely. Rodrigo Maybe. is so talkative today. Who? We can't hear him. You can, Do you really not hear him? He no, is barking his head off. I don't hear the chainsaw either. Oh, well, the chainsaw, I think Johan actually just left. He came in the house and left. The chainsaw is done. But Rodrigo, he is underneath the table that I'm sitting at, barking his head off. Are you kidding me? I mean, I'll be able to hear it when I'm editing. He is barking his head off. Uh, and it's not, I mean, he's just like, he's he sees the, the, the trail. And so every time he sees a bicycle or, you know, someone walking or jogging along the trail, he barks. That's why you don't get to go on walks on the trail because he gets all kinds of crazy. Um. Listen, I keep trying to tell you that it is okay for dogs to be barking on <laughs> a podcast called Girls, Girls with Dogs. 
Um, I, think I, guess, I, I would so. question it if we had a horse in the background <laughs> or if one of those cows behind you started to, you know, <laughs> uh, just on on whim. Um, there we go. I I cannot, um, I cannot imagine. But yeah, that would be it. So I've been multitasking, talking and listening to you and contacting mm-hmm. our guest who said she never got her email. I just told her which one I sent it to. So hopefully she'll be able to log on. Um, okay. We'll just keep her a mystery until that happens. All righty. Um, so, well, I have been walking the dogs. Side. I've been, what? No, I had a side note. So did I. Okay, go with yours first. No, it's okay. You go with yours. Mine is a nicer one. I'm the nicer one. Go with yours first. I've been trying to do 10,000 steps a day. How's that been working out for you? It's doing pretty good. There's only one day that I didn't do it because I just couldn't get away from my computer. I had so much. This has been the most stressful week of work. I am behind on podcast editing. So everyone's going to get two podcasts this week. Um, I am behind on everything on blog writing, everything, but I got my work done. And I was so happy that we had a zoom call where we celebrated getting something done yesterday because it was so, I was working till midnight every night. One night I worked until two in the morning, but in the middle of all that, I was trying to get 10,000 steps by walking the dogs. And I had you, I was thinking about you and you walking your dogs. It was an inspiration. Um, well, I, I, I thank you for, you know, knowing that I inspired you. Although I walked this morning in the pouring down rain and I wasn't excited. But, <laughs> Did um, you ever get your rain gear? Did you ever order that? No. And last night in the rain and this morning in the rain, I cussed myself because <laughs> I them and I did it. You know, how you get ready to do something and then something comes up and you just don't go back to that mm-hmm. particular tab that you have open on your um, computer. I'm whining yeah. now. And okay. then before you know it, and the tab just sits there because all you needed to do was put in your credit card information. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you know, it's time for an update. And what happens? You got to close everything. And then after you close it, you forget until it rains. Then you cuss yourself because you got to start again. That's been my cycle with these puddle jumpers, but I am going to order it because you know what? August is coming and everybody knows in August, I start in July, I start to harass you because you still have not put your stuff together in a closet somewhere so you can grab and go. Shame, shame on you. Shame on me. Yes. Oh, I know. Right. I have it. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, you cut out you. I've gotten to the point where I just accept the fact that, you know, you tell me that the weather's going crazy. So your internet's going to be doing stuff. And I just sit here and wait. And so you come back and it's like this. And then all of a sudden shame on you. And I'm like, Lord, she had a speech and and then it came back with judgment. And I'm just like, I, but did you get everything? Do I need to repeat myself? No, I'm going to just cut it out and, and let this go because I know exactly why you're shaming me. You are absolutely right. Because what's even worse is that I have done so much, so much over the past two years, as far as putting together a pantry for my dogs in the garage. I have a room upstairs that has all my donations and stuff in big bins. I have all these things I have yet to put together an emergency, we got to get the hell out of here box for my dogs and I need to do that. And so my, I am committing to doing that this summer. Well, that's why when you were making fun of me that I was going, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I was (laughs) saying, because we're not editing anything. What I was saying is that once again, I'm going to start nagging you as we get closer to the month of August, which for me, is hurricane season. And I know that you have not gotten your stuff together. No, I haven't. Now, can I tell you what I wanted to talk about? 
Yes. And before and not before, but at one point in time, I do need to bring something else up that's very dear to me. But you go ahead. Oh, well, hell, I feel like. No, no, no. You go ahead. This is not dear to me. But if you if you put this. No, what I'm about to say. I know I'm waiting for you to start throwing some judgment over here again. (laughs) No judgment, no shade. I'm going to hug Victor. Victor loves me. If you get if you get this out, like, you know, on Memorial Day, like you're supposed to, based on our contractual agreement here, I I want people's feedback. I just learned of a unique way to make baked beans. Do you make baked beans? I am not even going to tell you how I make baked beans, because as one black woman to another, you will shame me. And we would have to just shut down the podcast. Well, everybody opens up a can of bush beans. I mean, so. Okay, good. <laughs> I was going to say, I open that's up fine. a can of that's bush fine. beans. I add yeah. in my barbecue sauce. I yeah. add in a little bit of bacon if it doesn't already come with bacon. <laughs> okay, I feel good. <laughs> well, yeah, we all we all augment. But I was talking to a. But not my grandmother or my great grandmother. Both of them are past, but they used to do everything from scratch. Well, that's okay. This is what I tell people. They didn't do it because they wanted to. They had to. That's the difference. Okay. If you get, if you gave them a choice of picking up a chicken from Publix <laughs> or going out and trying to, to, to wring a neck, cut it, drain it, what you think they do? Okay. <laughs> no, don't go with that BS with me. Okay. So tell me, tell me about these baked beans. So I was talking to a really, really dear friend of Lee's and this morning. And so she's such a sweetie and she's doing something for somebody else's family picnic or graduation. And she said, and I'm making my baked beans. And I said, um, what do you put in your baked beans? So she said, um, ground beef. I said, hold up. Really? And so I, re- I repeated her. I said, you put ground beef in your baked beans. And so then Lee this voice from a whole nother room, he goes, they're delicious. And I'm like, oh, snap. <laughs> I've never heard of that. But check this out. So I want some feedback. I want comments on this. She uses one or two cans of baked beans. And then she uses ground beef, like a portion. Um, pay attention to me, Kimberly. Don't call me later. Ask me what I said about these damn beans while you're I'm not paying attention. I'm listening to you. I just had to. I got to see if I could show this to you because this is what in the background Bella's doing. I don't know if it's gonna snuck on whatever focus. But but you know she's she's over there playing. She's cute. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead with your recipe. So you have to start over with your recipe because all of that I I didn't hear it. How how freaking convenient. Yeah, you know, if you're saying something nasty to me, that's God's just saying, no, Kimberly don't need that. Baby, that darkened beef. Shush. How much, how much ground beef? Well, if you use two, I would imagine if you use one can of beans, you'd use like, it says ground beef portion to amount of beans. So, you know, you take a, well, Listen, well, what are you trying to do? I, is, it, is it going on bread or are you just eating it? No. Can I finish? Because it gets even specialer. Okay. You add some brown sugar, crushed pineapples, mix it all together and bake it for 20 or 30 minutes. I know right now, if you give it a thought, now I would dice up some onions because that's just me. But if you give it some thought, but the thing is, as soon as I say ground beef, and beans and then I heard Lee say it's delicious <laughs> I was like well, you've never said that to me before <laughs> so I mean are you gonna make it absolutely oh you have to tell me how it turns out I will I want to know how gonna... many how much of the ground beef is like is it just okay so you know beef? Bush Bush has the short stumpy can and it has the tall can yeah I'm going with the short stumpy can because, mm. you know, I'm not wasting a whole lot of ingredients. And then um, I'll take probably a half a package, a small package of ground beef. I'll take mm-hmm. a half of that. And Do you cook the ground it. beef first? Yeah. Okay. Cook it and drain it. Okay. okay. And, and then she's, I think she crushed pineapple. 
Mm. And I'm going to use a very small can of crushed pineapple. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think, think I might give that a try. I think I'm going to dice up some onions because I like onions with beans. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'm not going to try to augment it too much. I'm going to go saute with the onions it. first. No, because they get them. They're going to bake for so long, like okay. 30 minutes. Um, and she uses a small can of crushed pineapple, a quarter cup of brown sugar or less. It's just your taste. I would use like a, a quarter pound of sugar, packed brown sugar, <laughs> and then a half a teaspoon of honey. Okay. Now I may substitute the honey for maple syrup, mm-hmm. but um, what I try to do with recipes, I try to do exactly what they ask the first time. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go back and say, okay, now I'm going to put some bacon up in this game. Mm-hmm. But I'm interested in how the bean and the the ground beef kind of work together in my mouth, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Because mm-hmm. we all know how Lee feels about it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> So I'm thinking, you know, Next month, we will celebrate our 48th wedding anniversary. And you've just been lying to me about my beans. <laughs> is this, is this what's happening? Because I have a ton of ground beef in the dog's freezer because I bought a bunch of it on sale. So I have a ton of it. Oh, heavens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you can afford to do that now since you're only feeding once a day. No, it, I'm still, it's not like I'm feeding only one meal. I mean, I have to take both of their meals and combine it. <laughs> they're still eating the same amount of food I'm not starving my dogs <laughs> all right so tell me something dear to you oh dear to me I just want to put a, a message out a friend of mine passed away this week her name is Debbie Mason and she started a raw food co-op in our community and Debbie went into hospice earlier this year and she passed away on Wednesday And I just wanted to just say that she was such a wonderful and special human being. And she advocated for dogs and for the members of her co-op to get us the best prices on so many things so that we could afford to feed our dogs fresh food. And what I loved about her was that she built this co-op so that it was something for everybody. It wasn't just for raw feeders. If you fed kibble, you could you can get some kibble through this co-op. You can get all kinds of stuff. And she, and she also awesome. built a beautiful, like we had a group on Facebook where we can support and help each other. And um, she was just a really sweet, sweet person. And um, it's sad that, you know, even though I knew this day was coming, it's still very sad when you, when the world loses such a beautiful soul. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, are you all going to get together as a co-op and do anything? Probably not. I don't know if anyone is putting something together or not. I think people are just learning about what happened right now. And I'm sure a few people will probably come up with the idea. I'll wait and see. Um, but it is, you know, if there's a memorial, I would love to go. But she she was just a really very special human being. And so if anyone listening to this is from this area and was a member of the co-op or knew Debbie in any type of aspect, I just wanted to, it's, we have a different world where we share information, where an announcement goes out on social media and it, it may seem kind of cold and impersonal, but that's just the world we're in. That's the, the fastest, easiest way to reach a large number of people that you don't actually interact with on a personal basis, the way we would have 20, 30 years ago. No, you know, to be honest with you, Mm -hmm. this is to me, one of the most beautiful ways of utilizing social media Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. people for various reasons, especially in their adult world in the adult life um in our age group i'm talking you and me you know there's a lot of relocation and movement um you lose track of some Mm -hmm. people not because there's been a falling out 
It's just that you can't keep up with everybody. Yeah. And also you connect with so many people. You and I wouldn't be friends were it not for social media. Many, many times. Oh, I beg to differ, girl. We were destined to get here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And there was my internet delay. But uh, um, I, I just think that when you... When you see something on social media, uh, and it and it's unfortunately bad news about somebody's passing, you at least know, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't tell you the number of high school friends that have passed on because I left New York when I went to college and I never really went back to mm-hmm. live. And mm-hmm. so as those people were matriculating in and out of school and relocating for the right jobs outside of you know, the neighborhood, we all lost each other, but there's always going to be that six degrees of separation where we come back together because somebody knows somebody who knows somebody. So I see it as the really the beautiful ways of using social media to be able to have that connection. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of, I'm going to piggyback on your dear, dear friend thing because I kind of went through the same thing this week. You know, when I was talking on the interview that I did with you about therapy work, mm-hmm. because of Lee's military background, community engagement has always been something in my adult world that's been very important to me. You put these large military installations in a small city and you end up you know, finding that that city can benefit from having um, interactions with the military community. So you embrace the community that you're in because that community is embracing you back. So I keep that same mindset when I'm running the therapy program here at the medical university. And so I had this opportunity to meet the chief of police, Luther Reynolds. Yeah, I've been following that. And, um, you know, I just remember when he got sick, he was diagnosed with cancer two years ago. He lost his leg to some very aggressive form of sarcoma. But fast forward, we got this initiative up and running. And Mm -hmm. we started very quick, very easy with just visitations, moved into roll calls. And the last thing to do was a critical incident. And so training. So I had 15 teams come forward and said that they wanted to sign up for critical incident training. And so I brought together um, in the police station in their training room, the peer support officer for the police department, the resource officer. I had a nice blend of MUSC personnel so that they could talk about um, the effects that it has on the people. I even had a phenomenal um, animal behaviorist who came in and talked about teletouch or T-touch to mm-hmm. de-stress the dogs after. And it was really, really a very beautiful training. But the irony is the day of the training, our very first critical incident job was to come back at 1030 that night for a mass roll call. So the three deputies in charge could then tell the rest of the police department, the grave situation that the chief was in. And unfortunately, we lost him last Tuesday and his services this Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And so it's been a bittersweet. We finally got in seven months, we got where we were doing all of the things that I knew was going to take well over a year to Mm -hmm. put it together. Um, And he was at least able to see it. And so so that's kind of like the thing. But I, I know when you lose somebody that is so special, you have to take that time to grieve yourself. And people always would look and think, well, you know, you didn't know the chief that long or that well. Somebody may say Debbie was just the co-op leader, but you never know the relationships and the impact that people have yeah. in individual lives. Mm-hmm. And you have to respect you know, and say to yourself, well, hey, you don't know um, how she touched me, you know, Mm -hmm. when she reached out or when I needed to be educated on on how to feed my dogs and 
how to utilize a co-op. Um, so yeah, I, I get it. I understand. And yeah. please let's talk about something more cheerful. <laughs> well, um, Bella has a limp and it's driving me crazy. It, she was limping really hard yesterday <clears throat> and then got up this morning. She was perfectly fine. So we went on our walk and now she's limping again. And I have no idea what's wrong with her. She, I think she played too hard yesterday at some point in time yesterday and aggravated something. And so to be honest, at first it was her, like her back right leg. And now that one doesn't seem to be bothering and there seems to be something else. I need, I just saw her walking across the room, but she didn't walk far enough for me to try to figure out which leg is bothering her now. Well, have you thought about just really, really giving her um, a nice thorough massage? I did do that yesterday and it seemed to help. So I'll do that again today. Does she have a nice blankie? She does. She inherited Sydney's prayer blanket. So give her a nice massage and then put the blanket in the dryer. Get mm-hmm. it warm and then okay. wrap it around her bottom okay. and, kind of sit, and kind of sit with her. Okay. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. You know idea. where I got that from? Huh? Watching like old horse cowboy movies and they did that i think with a cow or a horse or something mm. it kind of made sense yeah it does you know? but yes. yeah if you could, idea yeah, she is her, chill right now or you could you know i guess it'd be easier thing would be to put the blanket in the dryer get it hot then get her to lay down and put the blanket on her and then kind of mm-hmm. massage her through mm-hmm. the blanket you know because yeah. you can't massage a dog and then say now stay here well, I go feed her. <laughs> just got that visual, and that's not going to work. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I have sad news. I have bad news, and I have good news. What do you want first? I'm assuming that our our sad news is that we will not be having a guest today. We will not be having a guest today, <laughs> but we will have our guest because now the guest is upset, but um, because she feels terrible. And oh, she so shouldn't she- feel terrible. We had a great talk. She well, she doesn't know that. You see. <laughs> um, but our guest will be back on another day, and we'll. Well, that's that's all right. Who's in Mecca? Nothing. It is something. It's empty, it like those TV talk hosts. It is. Ooh, it, it, tone now. Look at you. Did you hear that inflection? Inflection in her in her tone. It's so good. It's my tea. And I'm going to, after we finish this, I'm going to make another cup of tea and then I'm going to go outside and do some weeding. While my dogs, maybe I'll I'll massage my puppy and put a warm blanket on her and then I'll go outside and do some weeding while she naps. Oh, oh, speaking of outside, did Mm -hmm. you see um, the video of Jax with his virtually indestructible ball? Oh my God, this ball is so, now I, do think I bought the wrong size, (laughs) but I I was so excited that I said, they sell a 14 inch. That's the one I'm getting, (laughs) but I'm really interested to see your dogs with it. And here's why instinctively Jax is only has 50% of his DNA understands about pushing the ball. Mm-hmm. So it took him, I think, a little <laughs> longer to figure it out. I'd love to take it to the beach, but I get we'll be in on the other side of the Atlantic before we're able to get the ball back. <laughs> um, so I don't. I'm thinking, you know, on the sand. So I may just take him to a like a large area where it's uh-huh. you know like a park or something where he can play with it. But I'm thinking. You have traditionally, you have herding dogs, correct? Yeah, yeah. So I would be very interested to watch them instinctively because they cannot bite it at all. Um, not I, at all. I do have a big dog, a ball in the yard. I don't know what the size it is. A big green ball that um, Scout used to play with. And what he would do is he would move it with his nose, like run it up the hill, and then he would hit it with his front paws down the hill. And, then he'd yes. move it, and he and he would just play. And what's funny is that 
I would go inside and be like, oh, well, he, he just doesn't need me out here. But he would stop playing if I left. So I would just go and stand there and watch him play. And he was such a vocal player. Just well, that's the thing, too. Yeah. Interesting that you said that because uh-huh. I didn't anticipate that the whole neighborhood would know when Jack <laughs> Because he's growling with it and he's barking at it. And I'm thinking, do you think that that's part of the control? Because Lee said, why is he making so much noise? Because he never made any. So I don't understand now why he is. But I figured, you know, I listen to everybody else's dogs and my dogs don't ever bark. So here we go. Yeah. And Apollo yeah, went he, crazy. He would just, he'd be whimpering and barking and yelling. And it was, he was having a grand old time. I had so many he, videos of him just going around in a circle in the yard. 30 minutes and he's done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Reason it was just like, like he would do it by he, himself. No. And I mean, when like he, he would oxygen. That not, and now that I I have the ball, none of the other dogs play with it. Rodrigo, he he used to play with it because I actually bought it for him. And it had a, a rope to it, but he destroyed the rope part. And so the rope's no longer there and he, it's hard, but he keeps trying to bite at it. And so once he realizes he can't pick it up or anything, he quickly loses attention or loses um, interest. But mm-hmm. if I, if I start doing like the soccer, cause I used to do this with scout too. I p- kick it around. Like we're playing soccer. Rodrigo will come and play with me. Yeah. So. This thing is just, um, Again, I'm not sure the size smaller is a 10 inch, mm-hmm. but I think I'm okay with the 14 inch. Yeah. I think I'm I'm okay. It's <laughs> very large. Yeah, this picture of him is so funny. I just wish <laughs> Zoom yeah, with this, this, this picture of him. Just he's, he he does, man. He loves it. 30 minutes and we're done. Yeah. Then he comes up on the couch outside and just passes out it makes me want to um it makes me want to just give it a a, give it a try I want to I loved it I I absolutely loved it so well I'm gonna go make your tea okay you said you had good news you said bad news and good news so the bad news was yes but the good news is she's for people who are like what the hell is that that is her wind cutting her out so I gather because I wasn't able to hear anything that the good news is that we'll reschedule with our guest. So she's not we gone. Will, we will reschedule with our guest. You're supposed to give me a signal that ah, lets me know. Eh, See, that's what I'm talking about. Eh, but just cares. forgive all of the audio interruptions. I, I'm just dealing with gale force winds. Yes. And I'll just, I'll just cut them out. I'll just cut them out. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Well, you won't have much to record. I could do that dance, too. Yeah. And, <laughs> I have, I, and that's what I'll be doing tonight. I'll be editing two episodes and getting them both up tomorrow. <clears throat> but I hope everyone has a lovely Memorial Day weekend. And I hope you do as well. Do you have plans for the weekend besides making some baked beans with ground beef, onions, and crushed pineapple? No, that's pretty much the highlight right now. <laughs> no, because, you know, our weather is going to be like this till probably Wednesday. Oh, so oh, really? Every little happy step I take. So is it be- just winds or are you, do you actually have a, a big storm coming through? We ha- I don't know what we have. I'm telling you, the leaves are moving. I enjoy it because when it's breezy, don't ask me why. Harley, old man Harley comes alive. He loves that wind to like push his ears back and he (laughs) he wants to go. But um, yeah, we're not getting above 65, which is so Hmm. odd for us this time. And I'm talking about major rain, like 98%, 100%. tomorrow it will be 71 but we've got rain all day and it's just going to be like this for the rest of the for the next few days so I'm not doing a whole lot I I am going to try to um get some stuff done dog related Mm -hmm. but nothing really planned and I'm taking a mental health day for myself on Monday I'm usually a PTO 
snob. Like I feel guilty if I'm not going anywhere or if I don't have guests coming and yeah. I'm not sick. I need to be at work. And I thought, no, mm-hmm. I'm taking the holiday. So I'm excited about Sunday night because I won't have to get up and go to work on Monday. It's like exciting <laughs> for me. Um, so no, nothing big. What about you? Um, I'm meeting a friend for dinner tonight and just for a short dinner. And then tomorrow, um, you can try to be a little excited in case she listens to your podcast. (laughs) No, I am excited. I'm just thinking about all the stuff I have to do tomorrow. I'm hanging out with friends. Um, Monday, I don't know what we're, if anything's going on on Monday, but between all of this, I do need to, like for this afternoon, I'm going to go and do some, um, mowing, um, pick up branches of the, all the trimming that Johan did. I'm going to go around and pick up the branches and drag them up to a burn pile. And, um, and yeah, just Ooh, you know, burn good leaves and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Before that, before the burn ban comes, once it gets too dry, we get a burn ban. But that's, before- that's something that I loved to smell growing up in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, all the leaves together, and you know, my dad would burn them. I just love that smell. But we can't do that here. So yeah, we're gonna do that. Well, say good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. All righty, talk to you soon. <laughs>